today on People Worth Knowing. We're going to talk about a man that was originally a blacksmith before founding the largest manufacturer and distributor of farming and agricultural equipment worldwide. I'm also going to talk about a man that one of his company's algorithms was named after him. He is also indeed a billionaire with a B. And he got married in 2007 on an island owned by Richard Branson. Lastly, I'll talk about a man who designed all of his own logos and mascots for all of his companies. He became a millionaire when he was just 23 years old. And he also never really spent more than a few hundred dollars on advertising in the beginning stages. The rest of the site and the company just grew by word of mouth. All that and more coming up today on People Worth Knowing. Welcome, you're listening to People Worth Knowing, a podcast about the noteworthy, iconic public figures who've shaped our society, brands, and major companies with their thoughts, opinions, decisions, and views. Each episode, we explore how these men and women started from nothing and rose to the top. If you're listening for the first time, thanks for joining us. And now, People Worth Knowing with your host, Nick Harrison. Welcome to People Worth Knowing, a podcast where we study the iconic figures and inspiring CEO success stories, anyone who is labeled as people worth knowing. Um, John Deere, the man himself, was born on February 7th, 1804, in Rutland, Vermont. He was an American pioneer, an inventor, and a manufacturer and is the most famous man behind one of the most successful manufacturing and distribution businesses in the world called Deere and Company, or the brand simply John Deere. Um, he did die on May 17, 1886 at 82 years old, but his legacy and his company lives on, as we all know. John Deere was a third-born child born to Sarah and William Deere, his father reportedly left for England in 1808, but never returned. It was never clear whether he had died on his way or had to decided to simply abandon his family. Sarah Deer had to bear the burden of raising three kids on her own. Due to the tough financial situation at home, John Deere only got a brief education at Middlebury College. When he was 17 years old, Deer became an apprentice of prosperous blacksmith called Captain Benjamin Lawrence. In 1825, four years after joining the apprenticeship, Deer, now 21 and a skilled blacksmith, set up his own business. In 1827, John Deere married Demarius Lamb, with whom he had five children. He married Lucinia Lamb, Demarius Lamb's younger sister, in 1827 after Demarius Lamb had passed away. And together, John Deere and Lucinia Lamb had four more children. Unfortunately, four of John Deere's children died quite young. Mary Frances died with less than a year of age. Hiram Alvin, two years old, passed away, and Francis Alma passed away at 17 years old, and Francis Albert passed away at 20 years old. The remaining five children, Jeanette, Ella and Sarah, Charles, Emma Charlotte, and Alice Marie, grew to pass the family name over the generations on and on as we know it today. 
Four years after joining the blacksmith's apprenticeship, John Deere started practicing his smith skills, and for 12 years he worked in various towns in Vermont. In 1837, the slow business in Vermont forced him to move west to Illinois, where there were fewer blacksmiths and better business opportunities. John Deere, by then 33 years old, settled in Grand Detour, Illinois, and a year later, he sent for his wife and children. During his work, he noticed that he was doing repairs to a big number of iron cast plows. It wasn't long before he figured that the iron cast plows did not work very well on the heavy, thick prairie soils. John Deere immediately recognized it as a good business opportunity. John Deere made his first plow from a broken saw blade and discovered that it worked very well on the heavy and thick soils. With this new discovery, he started making new plows, and in 1838, he made his first steel plow and sold it to a neighbor. The outcome impressed the neighbor, and he soon spread the news to other farmers. John Deere was now officially in business. Even though he was in business, business was slow at first, with him selling only three plows in his first year. He sold 10 and 40 plows in the two consecutive years that followed. By the year 1841, he had sold 100 plows, and that was when it hit him that he needed to expand. He joined a partnership with Major Leonard Andrus, and they were soon able to expand the business to meet the demand. Their business was booming, and by 1846, they were already selling more than 1,000 plows. John Deere felt he needed to expand further, and in 1848, he disbanded his partnership with Major Leonard Andrus. After selling his business share to him, John Deere moved to Moline, Illinois, located near the Mississippi River, where there were better availability and transport of raw materials. He imported steel from Britain for a while to meet the demand, but soon negotiated and started using locally manufactured steel from Pittsburgh manufacturers to cut the import hassle. His business was booming, with him selling over 1,600 plows by the year 1850 and 10,000 plows by 1855. These plows had come to be known as the plows that broke the plains. He was now manufacturing and selling other agriculture materials along with his plows. John Deere recruited his son into business in 1853. In 1858, a financial crisis hit the United States, and it had its impact on his business, too. John Deere, despite the financial struggle, worked to maintain and grow his business, and in 1863, he invented the first ride-on plow, which was pulled by horses. The plow proved more efficient and more reliable than its predecessors, which were previously being pushed by man himself. In 1868, John Deere's business was registered as an incorporated company known as Deere & Company. His son continued to run the business, and John Deere, now informally retired, remained its president. He named his son Charles the vice president of the company. His successes are remembered, and a commemorative plaque was built to celebrate him in Vermont where he had learned his trade. After leaving his son to run the family business, John Deere immersed himself into civil and political matters. Some of his most civil contributions were that he served as the president 
on the National Bank of Moline Board. He was the director of the Moline Free Public Library, and he was a trustee of the First Congregational Church. John Deere also played an active role in politics as he had served as the mayor of Moline for two years. He, however, refused to run for second term since he was at the time suffering from chest pains and dysentery. He later died in his home in Moline, Illinois on May 17, 1886. John Deere's devotion to his work and family has shaped John Deere, the company, and Deere and Company, and since his death, his company has continued to prosper, obviously. John Deere and Company is now one of the largest agricultural and industrial equipment manufacturers and distributors in the world today. This well-known equipment company has the name in its title, and it makes John Deere one of the people worth knowing. Lawrence Edward Page, normally goes by Larry Page, was born on March 25, 1973 in East Lansing, Michigan, United States. He is an American Internet entrepreneur and a computer scientist who is a co-founder of Google and the chief executive of Alphabet Incorporated, which is a Google parent company. In 2001, he stepped aside from CEO of Google in favor of Eric Schmidt. He resumed his role later in 2011, but stepped aside for a second time in July of 2015 to become the CEO of Alphabet, a company under which Google's assets would be organized. Larry Page was born to Dr. Carl Victor Page and Gloria Page, who were both computer experts. His father was a computer science and artificial intelligence professor at Michigan University, and his mother, Gloria, a computer programming instructor at Lyman Briggs College and Michigan University. His mother was Jewish, but Page has been raised with no religion. Raised in a family full of first-generation computers and scientific-related magazines, he immersed himself at quite an early age. Larry Page was only six years old when he got first attracted to computers. By combining the home atmosphere and attentive parents, he was able to foster creativity and invention from a young age. He was the first kid in his elementary school to turn in an assignment done with the word processor. His older brother, Carl Page Jr., now a successful internet entrepreneur, taught him to take things apart, and it wasn't long before he started checking everything in the house to see how they worked. Larry Page says that he was quite interested in business and technology, and by the age of 12, he had known he would start a company someday. From 1975 to 1979, Larry Page attended the Montessori Ramder School in Okemos, Michigan, previously known as Okemos Montessori School. He later graduated from East Lansing High School in 1991. During two of his summers in high school, he attended the Interlochen Center of the Arts as a saxophonist. He also studied flute and music composition. Page has confessed that the music education inspired him with the obsession to speed in computing. He says that music was one of the main factors that led to the legacy speed in Google. Larry Page graduated from the University of Michigan with a Bachelor of Science in Computer Engineering 
with honors and later a master's in science and computer engineering at Stanford University in Palo Alto, California. He created an eject printer made from Lego bricks when he was at the University of Michigan. During his undergraduate stay at the Michigan University, he proposed that the university replace its bus system with the PRT system, a driverless monorail with separate seats for each passenger. While at Stanford University, he met a fellow, he met a fellow student, Sergey Brin, and recruited him to join his project. Sergey Brin would later become a co-founder of Google together with Larry Page. In 2007, Larry Page married his wife, Lucinda Southworth, on Necker Islands in the Caribbean, owned by Richard Branson. Larry Page and his wife had their first child in 2009 and the second one in 2011. He became the CEO of his company soon after his second child was born. He gained possession of 9,000 square feet Palo Alto Estate, California, on February 18, 2005. The Spanish Colonial Revival Architecture House, built in 1984, was designed by an American artistic polymath, Pedro Joseph de Limos, who was the founder of Camel Art Institute and former curator of the Stamford Art Museum. The estate is worth $12.7 million. Larry Page started buying properties surrounding his estate in 2009. He deconstructed the existing buildings to make room for his large eco house, which was built to minimize the impact on the environment. The 6,000-square-foot house has a zinc-cladded exterior and plenty of windows. The house is staged with eco-friendly elements such as organic architecture, building materials, and low-volatile organic compound paint. The property has a pervious path through the trees into the property and an eco-friendly permeable paving in the parking court. With the help of an arborist, Larry Page worked to replace the poor, unhealthy trees in his estate with trees that required lesser amounts of water to maintain. In 2011, Larry Page bought a 193-foot super yacht named Senses, worth $45 million U.S. dollars. It has a crew of 14 people and is equipped with a helipad, an aircraft landing area. It also has a gym. It has 10 luxury suites. It has multi-level sun decks and French designer interior suites. This super yacht is equipped with an ultra-modern stabilization system, which is meant to reduce the free surface effect and enhance a smooth sailing experience. With its extensive exploration capabilities... Senses is created to explore the world's oceans in comfort and luxury. Larry Page owns a Dornier fighter jet worth $7 million, and he also has a $24,000 Tesla Roadster, a $24,000 Tesla Roadster, and four Zero X electric dirt bikes along in his list of prestigious assets. He jointly owns a Boeing 767-200 jet worth $15 million and a Boeing 757 Gulfstream V jet worth $40 million. On May and In May of 2013, Larry Page posted on his Google Plus that the right vocal cord had been paralyzed by a cold and that he had been having vocal cord issues for 14 years. 
He said that his doctors were unable to identify the exact cause. In November 2014, Larry Page and his wife donated $15 million to aid the effort against Ebola pandemic, uh, pandemic in West Africa. Larry Page wanted to devise a way in of knowing the number of web pages related to one page of the web. Internet searches at those times often produce endless lists of websites with very little relevance to their user since they could only rank according to the frequency of appearance of specific words. After discovering that ranking a website by the number of links leading to it from other related websites gave higher relevance in search criteria, Page, together with Sergey Brin, wrote scientific papers and created a prototype search engine called Backrub. It was not long before the world realized that Page and Sergey had created something better than the existing technology. They registered the domain name Google.com in 1997, with Larry Page being the CEO and Sergey Brin being the president. With one million U.S. dollars from investors, friends, and families. They launched the company in 1998. With Google headquarters in Silicon Valley, California, Google held its initial public offering and raised $1.7 billion with a B. Larry Page was a billionaire at age 27. Google has become the most common search engine with an average of 5.9 billion searches by the year 2013. In August of 2001, Page stepped aside from Google CEO and gave the position to Eric Schmidt, who had more experience in running businesses. Thirteen years later, in 2011, I'm sorry, ten years later in 2011, Eric Schmidt stepped down from CEO uh, for Page, who by then was age 38 years old. He stepped down for the second time in July of 2015 to become the CEO of Alphabet Incorporated, a company under which Google Assets would be recognized uh, and reorganized. I'm sorry. Larry Page has invested in Tesla Company and Planetary Resources, Asteroid Mining and Space Telescope Company. Uh, in 2012, Larry Page was named the World Economic Forum, Economic Forum Global Leader and Top 100 Innovators in the World under the age of 35 by Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, uh, their technology publication. In 2003, I apologize, that was in 2002. In 2003, Larry Page received an MBA from IE Business School, for embodying the entrepreneurial spirit and lending momentum to the creation of new businesses. In 2004, Larry Page and Sergey Brin received the Marconi's Foundation Prize at Columbian University, Columbia University. He received the Communication Award from King Felipe on behalf of Google at the Princess of Austria's Awards. In 2011, he ranked 24th on the Forbes list of billionaires. In 2015, Forbes site named Google as the most influential digital site in this era. Starting July 2014, Bloomberg Billionaires Index lists Larry Page as the 17th richest man in the world. They featured him as the Businessman of the Year 2014 in their Fortune magazine, declaring him as the most daring CEO. 
In October of 2015, Google employees voted him number one in the Forbes America Most Popular Chief Executives. He was ranked 12th richest person in the world as of October this year, 2018, with a net worth of $53.4 billion. Larry Page has disappeared from the public face and now spends most of his time on his Caribbean island. Larry Page is an iconic part of technology and the internet industry, making him one of the people worth knowing. Alexis Carey O'Hanion is an internet entrepreneur and the executive chairman of one of the biggest social media websites used today, reddit.com. Alexis O'Hanion was born in Brooklyn, New York to Anki and Chris O'Hanion. Chris O'Hanion is an Armenian-American whose grandparents refuged to the United States following the Armenian Genocide. Alexis gave the student address at his 2001 high school graduating class from Howard High School, located in Ellicott City, Maryland. O'Hanion graduated college in 2005 from the University of Virginia and had obtained degrees in both commerce and history. Alexis O'Hanion and his friend Steve Huffman pitched a business idea to Y Combinator called My Mobile Menu. Y Combinator declined the idea but told O'Hanion and Huffman to create another idea that they could potentially fund. The internet duo came up with the idea of Reddit.com. They hoped that it would be the front page of the internet. Living in Boston and less than a month into development of the project, O'Hanion learned that his girlfriend had suffered from a fall of more than five stories and was currently in a coma. Following the tragedy, O'Hanion received a call from his father stating that his mother had been diagnosed with an inoperable tumor. In the summer of 2005, Reddit joined Y Combinator's batch of startups and were acquired in 2006 by Condé Nast. The deal's amount was undisclosed, but is known to be between 10 and $20 million. After the buyout, Alexis O'Hanion continued working closely with Reddit as a member of the board of directors. On July 10, 2015, Alexis O'Hanion and former partner Steve Huffman returned to Reddit full-time to lead the now-independent company. O'Hanion later decided in February of 2018 to focus on investing and stepped back from Reddit. O'Hanion launched BregPig in 2007. Now, BregPig is an unincorporation that makes geeky merchandise and gives all of its proceeds to charitable organizations. Nowadays, Alexis O'Hanion is no longer involved in the routine daily operations of BregPig. O'Hanion was given the title Ambassador to the East, for early-stage venture firm Y Combinator. O'Hanion utilizes this position to meet with East Coast applicants, represents the company, and mentors New York Y Combinator founders. He also has held the role of part-time and full-time partner at Y Combinator. Alexis O'Hanion left in 2016 and partnered with Gary Tan to launch the third initialized capital fund. A fun fact of Alexis O'Hanion is that he was the sole creator of all of the mascots and logo concepts for all of the companies that he started. Alexis O'Hanion became engaged to tennis player Serena Williams on December 10, 2016. 
Alexis and Serena's daughter, Alexis Olympia Ohanian Jr., was born on September 1, 2017 in West Palm Beach, Florida. The newly established parents got married on November 16, 2017 in New Orleans and are still married to this day. Ohanian has once quoted that, quote, watching, o- watching Serena Williams compete has changed how I measure success in business. In 2011 and 2012, Ohanian was named to the Forbes 30 Under 30 list as an important figure in the technology industry. In 2017, Ohanian and Eric Martin were featured as champions of innovation in the 20th anniversary issue of Wired. In 2015, Ohanian was named to the Crane's 40 Under 40 list for business. And in 2016, Ohanian was named of one of Fast Company's most creative people in business. Alexis Ohanian has developed the site Reddit.com, which many people use and is widely popular today, making him one of the people worth knowing. I'm your host, Nick Harrison. You can find all of these stories and more on our website at www.peopleworthknowing.com. It's where we discuss all of the iconic figures and inspiring CEO success stories, anyone that is part of the list of people worth knowing. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Nick Harrison. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the People Worth Knowing podcast with Nick Harrison. Connect with us at peopleworthknowing.com where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, or via RSS so you'll never miss an episode. If you found value in this podcast, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. We'll be back with another episode soon.